You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Fourth week, pero second chunk natin about fish for people. Why do we need to fish for people? I love it how it said in Matthew 4, 19, this is, as Christian, this is our calling. To come follow Jesus and He will make us what? Fishers of men. Say fish. Fish. Kung dati na fish tayo, tayo na fish. That's why the gospel was preached to us. Now we ought to go out and fish. When we follow Jesus, when we follow Him, like the disciples follow, the disciples follow Him, they see it in your new light. You know, I love how Jesus even contextualized this part. Because He was actually talking to fisher folks. He understands who they are. That's why He used uh, terminologies like this, fish. But for us, what is the bait? What is the bait for us to fish other people? Moving out from your comfort zone, moving out from your cold, uh, cool and comfortable seats and going out there is your calling to fish for people. And God gave us a tool, a primary tool, which is the gospel. The gospel. Purple book, it's to deepen your relationship. It's a tool for you to grow, for you to be established. But the primary tool for us to share, it's the gospel. And the gospel is in a person, Jesus Christ. And the gospel is living in us when, when it is seen. Your life changed last week is a result of gospel being rich in our very lives. It's worthy now to describe uh, what is the gospel. This is the definition of the gospel according to Dr. Rice Brooks, one of our uh, founders. He said that the gospel is the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. He lived a life we should have lived and died the death we should have died. In our place. Three days later, He rose from the dead, proving that He is the Son of God and offering the gift of salvation and forgiveness of sin to anyone who repents and believes in Him. Talks about one person. Talks about, must keep memorized man, in and out. Try to analyze this. It always goes back to Jesus. It's about Jesus. Who took, who came here on earth, He didn't have to. It was... He was having a grand time in heaven. He had to. To take our place on the cross. Die for us. Live for us. Took away all our sins. It's Jesus. But do we really understand? We need to understand this. If we don't understand it, we cannot preach it. If we don't understand it, we cannot share it to others. Well, Chinky, hindi ko alam nandito today, no? Pero thank you if you're here. Pa-autograph mamaya. Ah, I love when you, when, first time when I read this, I phrase na, you can't give what you don't have. You have to have it. You have to live it out before you have it. But before you actually have it and, and give it, you have to understand it. If you don't understand, you cannot give. So it's important to understand the, that the gospel is our primary tool. It's our primary tool. I remember, um, I just came from a, an outing with a, with every nation people, our, our head office, some people there, we went to the beach and uh, Lara, Lara was with me. And Lara was trying to catch fish with a pail. <laughs> with a pail. She was under the sun <laughs> for quite some time. And then, you medyo exasperated na sabi niya, Dad, can you help me? And I was like, okay, what are you doing? I'm trying to catch fish with a pail. <laughs> I said, anak, next time, let's come with a, with a net. You can't catch a pail. Uh, you can't catch a fish with, with pail. Peter, as a disciple, teaches us how to move forward. And the first thing he said is for us to understand 
the gospel, the entirety of the gospel. In Acts 2.36, he said, Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God had made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. For certain. Not know for little, not know for no. For certain, entirety. It has to be clear. Certainty denotes uh, 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 clarity. When it's certain, it's clear, malinaw. There's no confusion. There's no assumption when it's clear. Because we know, we know for certain the facts. I love it how um, this happened real time to us. Um, We were, we went to uh, Bataan. Okay, we went to Bataan. We went to Bataan. Can you imagine if uh, there's like eight groups, okay? Kung hindi kami nag-uusap-uusap, may nag-assume na pupunta sa Batangas. Anong pa mong ngayari? Siyempre magkakahiwalay-hulay kami. Muntik na po nangyari yun. When we were vibrating people, we had a vibrant group for our group. Uh, there's around 24 of us. And somebody just typed, okay, see you later in Batangas. Mm-hmm. Nasa Bataan po tayo. Bataan papunta, pero siya papunta siya na Batangas. Can you imagine na lang, imbis na Batangas, papunta pala siya ng Baguio. Dala niya lahat pang winter, or at least pang Baguio clothes. But we were gonna hit the beach. There shouldn't be any confusion with your walk with Jesus Christ. There shouldn't be confusion in your mind what the true gospel is. And there's only one gospel. There's only one gospel, which is Jesus Christ. It has to settle in your, in your, in your brain. Yes, understand it. But settling happens in your heart. In your heart. Hold your heart. Touch your heart. Is it beating? Meron? Ba't kayo natutulog? Hindi. O, itinamaan niyo. Iba biglang dumilat, oh. Kita-kita. I can see everybody here. So, gumano na lang kayo. Pastor Alan and I use this so often. We always say that the difference between heaven and hell is only 16 inches. 16. 16 inches. You're different. You're, you're, the distance between your head and your heart. It depends nga pala, no? Okay, minesure ko sa akin, medyo 18 because of my double and triple chin. 16 inches. You understand it, captured it. It has to settle in your heart. It has to be certain. Is, is, is Jesus certain in your heart? Do you know for certain who He is? Who are you following? Are you following the Messiah? Are you following, are you following the Lord, the Savior? Some people, some people would shout, condemn, say, He's a liar, He's a lunatic, or is He Lord? Depends on the Lord. How is He Lord in your life? Is it seen? Are you growing in your walk? If you are, if, if, we're not calling out you here for religion. It's for a relationship. And in a relationship, it grows. 18 years to be married to my wife, it grows every time. It grows every year. Who is this Jesus? We need to be certain as Christians. So that no, nothing, no circumstances, no, no outside forces, no people trying to, t- trying to mock your, 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 your walk on Jesus could ever sway you. Do we, re- do we really believe in this Jesus whom we worship? First is to show the context. What is the context? Why we need Jesus? We need Jesus because of our sin. All of us are sinners. Say all of us. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Mukha ba siyang sinner? Or mas mukha kang sinner? All of us. Even me. Even me. Okay? You might be coming here in and out for the past 10 years. You're a sinner. 
Or it might be your first time to hear a pastor preach. You're a sinner. Maybe you're, you're, you're very young. Maybe sa likod, siguro may five, six, seven years old. Or as old as, I don't know how old you are. All of us are sinners. All of us. Our destiny is hell. I love it how it said in Romans 3.20, explaining our status before Jesus Christ. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All. There's no exemption. All. Romans 6.23 said, For the wages of sin is death. For the wages of sin. We are to die because of our sin. Yung bayad sa atin, yung sweldo sa atin, yung compensation sa atin, because we're sinner, is death. But because of sin, this man needed to come to our rescue, which is Jesus. That's the gospel. And the only solution to the biggest problem of man is Jesus, because of the sin that separates. I love how Peter started it in First, uh, first Peter 3.18, where he said, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the, in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. He was made alive in the Spirit for you and I. Because of sin, there has to be a sacrifice. They tried over and over. Read the whole, the whole Bible, especially in the, in the Old Testament. They sacrifice every year. Sacrifice upon sacrifice. Doves to, to donkey to everything. To ram. They sacrifice and sacrifice every year. Guess what? It fell short. It was never enough. Year in, year out. Can you imagine you coming to church and dragging animals? Because you need to sacrifice. Then came Jesus as the ultimate sacrifice. He is now our high priest. That's what he did, a substitution. That is the message, the whole essence and message of the gospel. How do we understand it? Okay? We, understanding the gospel now involves three things. First, the need to surrender. We need to surrender. Next is the need to repent. And then third is the need to declare it. As Christians, when you come to church, I know... A lot of us would take notes. I see people taking notes. Yung iba ngayon take notes, ano ginagamit? Gadget na lang, di ba? Tama ba? But it should be more than the taking of the notes. It's how you live out. There has to be a response. If you take notes, even though you memorize it, you memorize it, you memorize it like a litany, but you don't apply it in your heart, in your lives, it's it's. It's not embedded in your heart. It's not a commandment that you're, that you're, that you're putting in your heart. It's, it's not like words that you, you feel like they're words from the mouth of God. Treasures as gold and silver. Guess what? Sayang yung gospel. It has to have a response. And people has to see it. People has, has, has to see it grow in you. In Acts 2 verse 36. Peter said, made, uh, that, uh, For know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Talks about lordship. Talks about us being under the lordship of Jesus Christ. This lordship is different. When you talk about lordship, madaming tao sinasabi nila na negative side. Talks about tyrant, talks about master and slavery. No, no, no. Not this Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ wants a relationship. It's a relationship. That's why it grows. If it's just master of slave, you just obey. Now you obey. Not you obey, but you are delighted and you oblige. It's different. Lordship, most of the time when it's negative, you think about it's all for the Lord. No, 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 no. Lordship is there. It's for you and me. 
It's to make sure that we are okay. Pinoprotektahan tayo ni God. That's why there's lordship. He's not putting parameters, do this, do that, do that, like in religion. But He's saying, my son, listen to me, be guided by the Holy Spirit. Know always where you came from. Know always that I am for you. Know always that you, have, you should not put any idols in your heart, but know that I should only be the Lord in your heart. That's lordship. And lordship speaks of a savior. A savior. And like tyrants or kings, people die. Diba? Pag may kingdom, may, 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 may lord, may master na, na masungit, people die for the king. But this is different. This king died for you and I. It's for you and I. I cannot do that. You, you saw my family. I have three wonderful children. Jealous, uh, 17. Montes, 15. Is La- and Lara, 7 years old. I cannot assure them of salvation. Only Jesus can assure them of salvation. Because He died and rose again. I could not. Even though I take all of their sin, guess what? It's still a sin. I cannot assure them of salvation. Only Jesus can assure them of salvation. I love how A.W. Tozer says that the only thinkable relation between us and God is one full lordship on His part and complete submission on ours. We submit. Sometimes we don't argue, but oftentimes we do. Lord, I pray. Lord, but di mo binigay sa akin. Why? He has, be- he has something better for you. Maybe something's not there in that relationship. Maybe it's that person who's not godly or you. God is doing something in you. Now what you do? You wait. You submit. That's lordship. You're praying. You're praying for, for, for a promotion, but the promotion is not yet there. You're not ready for it. And then God said, wait, anak, not now. What do you do? What do you do? Magmumukmuka. I love it how, how my eldest son, last year, we thought that he would get his uh, driver's license. He turned 16 last year. And all along, kasi ako 16 years old, I have, a drive, I have my learner's permit. So we thought that 16 years old, you could get your learner's permit. Two days before his birthday, before we were supposed to go to LTO, somebody told us, hey, guess what? Some, um, Pinoy made it 17 years old instead of 16. We were shocked. But I love the attitude that he had. He said, it's good that. It's okay. Maybe God is telling me to learn some more or to mature some more. Is that your attitude? Or your attitude is, bakit ganyan? Ibagsak si Pinoy. Wala naman si Pinoy. No? Wala ka naman magagawa. Nag-rally ka mag-isa sa LTO. Or sometimes, you would alter your age and say, okay, erase lang naman natin. Ano lang yan? Snow pick. Or correction fluid lang yan. So that you can learn how to drive. You try to do it your way. Rather than submitting. Submission is lordship. Submission talks about our heart. What's in our heart. Let's talk about heart. In Acts 2.37, Peter said, Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to the Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? The gospel should penetrate our hearts. Even though you memorize it, you memorize it, you go through the one-to-one, you go through Victory Weekend, you get baptized every month, you, you, you go through all the purple book class, you memorize all the purple book, you, you memorize the scripture from Genesis to the book of Re- Revelation, but if it doesn't penetrate our heart, it is for nothing. 
It has to cut through the heart. The Bible clearly says that every word of God should cut through and penetrate our heart, even our bones. Understand from the brain, but the receiving it and acknowledging it and submitting it comes from the heart. I remember, um, I, I just had this issue a while ago with my daughter who's, who's seven years old. Um, she was playing earlier in her, in her computer, um, in our computer, she was playing uh, Minecraft. And she doesn't want to be disturbed. And not only that, she was banging on the keyboard because may isang part ayaw gumalaw. Okay, she was banging and banging and I told her to stop. She didn't stop. So I had to go to her. I asked her, Lara, you can't do that. Masisira yung keyboard. She still was banging and I can see her face. Okay, sobrang pout. Ang haba ng nguso niya. Parang si Pinocchio sa haba. Yung nguso niya. And I know that she wasn't she doesn't like to disobey. She grabbed on the keyboard and doesn't want to let go. I move her chair. Hinarap ko. Ninang Novi, sorry po. Hinarap ko sa akin si Lara, seven years old. Ayaw niya humarap sa akin. Hawak niya yung keyboard, nakahalak na yung body niya, nakagunong pa rin siya sa akin. Talagang defiant. Me and my wife, we always do this. When we talk to our children, we always ask him or her, where is this coming from? Saan galing ba to? Because disobedience, rebellion, it comes from the heart. And the more that you, you try to nurture it, pag palagi mong pagbibigyan, guess what? Your heart slowly would be callous and the next time it would turn into stone. God's word has to be marinated, marinated enough that it penetrates every part of our hearts. To make it into flesh. So that you would absorb God's word. Absorb and have this uh, growing relation in him, in, uh, with God. I love how Peter was sure that his word that he preached cut through the heart. Because they asked, what shall we do? There has to be an action. There has to be an action on our part. We have to surrender. Next is we have to repent. Everybody say repent. We have to repent. And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repentance comes from a sincere heart. Repentance is not saying, Sorry now because I nahuli ako. No, because I want to be holy. That's why I say sorry now. That's why I repent. I repent. When, when I asked Lara to pray, pray a while ago, it's not because you were, you were disobeying that. No. Because you have defied God and He's not happy with your attitude. That's repentance. Repentance is not, godly, is not worldly sorrow. Repentance is godly sorrow. Saying, Lord, it is, I, I, made a, I made a mistake. Lord, I'm going to turn from, 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 from doing sin, doing evil, and now I'm turning to you. Repentance is a complete 180 degrees. Repentance is a change of mind and purpose that turns an individual from sin to God. No longer I want to do that way. No longer do I want to, 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 to close the room and, 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 and stay and, 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 and enjoy porn. But now, Lord, I purge it now. Now I go out. I ask help. I ask for prayer. Next time you'll be tempted, will you be tempted? Yes. Do you need to repent? Yes. Ask for repentance again. But temptation should not lead to another sin. You have to be growing. You have to move forward. There has to be progression. Now you know that you're being tempted in this room. Put your computer outside. Why? Because you have repented. You don't want to sin anymore. 
repentance caused something in our heart, it turns us around to things of God. Rather to, than to nurture again yourself. And that would give us, that would produce even forgiveness, even for the Holy Spirit to settle in our hearts. In Hebrews 12 verse 2, it said, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You will not be perfect when you ask for forgiveness. Yes, somewhere along the line, you will, you will fall again. But then you can repent. Why? Because of the truth. It's a cycle now because you know the truth. Because truth lies in your heart. That's Jesus. Because you have surrendered and accepted Him. Now you repent and then now you move, move forward. You're not perfect. But who's perfect? Jesus. Focus on Him, the author and perfecter of our faith. Not you. Why? You will fall again. You have fallen short. Now you rely on the grace of God. Rely on your faith. Repent. And then lastly, be baptized. Now that we understand the gospel, we need to declare it. That's baptism. The need to declare. Baptism is, is, is more, than, more than you being deep in water and immersed in water. But this is, this is obeying the great commission. That we... As we go, therefore, and make disciples, baptize them, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Holy Spirit. It's a declaration. You know, when you baptize, this is a great commission. When you are baptized, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't forgive you of any sin. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no magic when, 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 when people get immersed and baptized in water. Diba? Walang ano yan, walang angel blowing horns, tapos biglang bumubula. Diba? Walang ganun ha? Pag mas marami kang kasalanan, mas bumubula. Hindi po ganun yun. Hindi ganun. But what happened here is a public declaration. No longer am I a sinner. Now I commit my life to Jesus. It's a submission. Because I am new. The old is gone. The new has come. It's a burial of yourself. Baptism does not bring forgiveness of sin, but it is an act of obedience for our salvation. Now I am saved. Now I can always say that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. No longer am I in sin, in bondage of sin. Because now we understand the gospel. We need to surrender. We need to repent. And we need to declare. Now that we are. Now that we know and understand the gospel clearly, for certain, not confusion. Now we accept it. Because now we need to surrender. We need to repent and we need to declare. Let's close with Isaiah 53 verse 5. Word said, He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our inequities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him. And by His wounds, we are healed. Talks about Jesus. Who took all our sins past, present, and future. All of our sickness may be physical or even in the supernatural. He did this for you and I. He did this clearly and gave us, gave it to us free. Gave it to us freely. He doesn't want anything in return. All He wants is a relation with you. It's actually an invitation. Jesus Christ was the greatest invitation that we could ever take. His life, the life He has lived, the death He has died. And proving 
giving us eternal hope when He rose again after three days, as He said. Let's pray. Father, maybe some of us here are here today and we know that You are our Lord and Savior, but we're not living it out. Somewhere along the line, we, we lost sight. We lost our focus and focus on ourselves or on our own things. Father, I pray now, Lord, for your forgiveness. Thank you, Father, that your truth lies in us. We can repent fully and you have given us hope. Hope that is eternal. The Lord saying unto you, my son and my daughter, you are forgiven. You are still complete. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would not look at the world and say, I've done this, I'm, I, I'm incomplete now, I'm dirty. I, I. No. The Lord saying unto you, my son and my daughter, I don't count any of your wrongs. I love you fully. I've given you my son completely. So Lord, we ask, Lord God, Lord, for even all of us, Father, to forgive ourselves. Lord, we ask for, for, for forgiveness for ourselves. There are times, Lord, that we, are, we maybe are too hard on ourselves. That's why we cannot move forward. Father, I pray now, as we understand who you are, as we understand the gospel, Lord, make us full, make us move forward. Make us love holy. Thank you, Lord, that your joy is complete. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.